It's time for our second interview section with Matthew French. If you want to check out the first part, that came out on March 9th, 2021. I hope you enjoy this one just as much. It's a little bit long, so I'm going to keep this short. Dear Queer Diary. of some of the stuff you talk about when you uh, are talking to businesses. Totally. So uh, one of the first things I have to talk about with most corporations is um, to start measuring queer people. And so when I say that, um, when you're filling out a job application, they ask your gender, if you have a disability, do you identify as a veteran? So these are federal types of laws that are specific, federal types of laws that are in place for um, United States applications. Now, what I'm starting to argue is that there's no reason that you can't add in sexual orientation and expand gender identity to include LGBTQ plus communities as opt-in. Just like all the other ones, they can volunteer the information if they'd like. The reason that's really important is because if a company is not measuring our identities, they don't recruit our identities. And when I say they don't recruit, it means that they don't make it as a, a goal they want to reach, right? Because right now they're like, oh, we'd like to at least pull 70% of people from underrepresented populations to be as part of our recruitment pool. Because there's a difference between recruitment pool and hiring pool, right? So your recruitment pool yes. is like, let's say we want to reach out to LGBT people. So we want to make sure we have more applicants coming in. So I would tell our employer, go to an LGBT center, go to an SGA meeting, go to a pride event to be where queer people are, right? And so that's your recruitment pool. And then your hiring pool are going to be the people who actually apply for the job. And then if they don't have, again, metrics on our on our identities, then it's hard to argue like you should be focusing on that group. So I always kind of push for that. But I also talk about things like gender pronouns, very entry level things, even around like LGBTQ plus terminology um, and then best practices around being inclusive in the workplace. So it really kind of runs the gamut. I've even uh, have offerings where I do drag shows for companies based on a specific topic they would like to talk about. And we have performances and Q&A with people. Um, and this is stuff that I try to really personalize to each company, each industry, um, and each kind of desired outcome. Excellent. I mean, that's that's amazing. Those are all such important fundamentals. And what a fun way to do it. Uh, I have been to not a company specific, but I have been to one of the drag shows uh, that Matthews put on and I had a ton of fun. Uh, loved each and every one of those uh, queens and kings. Uh, so on the on the route of the queer people themselves, though, what are some things that you usually tell people to look out for when they are trying to find a supportive job environment? Totally. Yeah. So um, you could, of course, can, you know, go to your your um, fail safes. Right. So the HRC Equality Index is a good starting spot. But keep in mind, the HRC Equality Index is self-reported information from the employer. So always take a little bit of that with a grain of salt, um, because if it's self-reported, who's going to always give full information? Um mm -hmm. 
The second part is um, I really love Diversity Inc.'s Top 50. This is a top 50 list of employers overall who have been scored on, the, on their diversity. This is not a pay to play, which means they don't pay to be a part of this. They are invited to do this. Um, mm-hmm. And Diversity Inc. is the one who deals with all the data. They also break it out by not only top 50, but then the top for LGBTQ plus veterans, um, women, people with disabilities. And so starting out with those companies is a great way to start your research. And then what I love to do is go to Google and just search your company's name that you're interested in and then lawsuits. See what comes (laughs) up. See what you see. And then something to be important is, is do that research and then find out, you know, it's hard for an employer to control thousands of employees sometimes, right? But what they can control is how they deal with situations where homophobia, transphobia, misogyny, racism shows up in their workplace, right? So maybe don't blame them if they've been sued for that, but look at how they dealt with it, right? That's more the important piece. Um, Because if they say, no, no, if they always deny, then, okay, well, you're not really trying to make change. You're just trying to save your bank account, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So be aware of those things. And then I would also say LinkedIn will be a great friend for you. Search for employee resource groups. These are groups that are within most companies, especially your larger companies. And they're going to be focused around different identities. So people with disabilities, people uh, um, who are queer, people on um, the spectrum even. like It just really runs the gamut. So just search for employee resource groups or ERGs. Um, And you can look for people like that on LinkedIn and fun stuff like that. Fantastic. Uh, And now I know this isn't on our little uh, sheet that we worked out, uh, but it's something that I was talking about with someone the other day. And I wanted to sort of uh, talk with you uh, about it uh, a little bit, which is, you know, in my life, I have had the sort of privilege of I am uh, completely independent. You know, I don't have I don't have you know, family, I don't have, uh, I don't have pets, I don't have anything like that. So at every position I've worked at, when I feel something's wrong, I can speak up. And I know the only person who is going to be impacted by that is me. Because, Mm. you know, I don't have anybody else relying on my income. And uh, so I have that flexibility. But not everybody does. And so, you know, when people are in these situations where there is something uh, something difficult to cover on as, as far as their, their treatment or how they're viewed, how much information is available about people like them. Uh, do you have any, uh, any insight into what steps people might take? Totally. So um, I would say first off, um, something you need to decide for yourself is as a part of your career brand, right? Whether you believe it or not, you are a brand. You are like Walmart, Marvel, and all the others. You are a brand that you are selling. You got to think through is how important is pieces of your identity to your career brand, right? So for some, it could be LGBTQ+, other could be um, that they're Republican, others could be that it's their religion, others could be their veteran status, right? Um, And it's having that question is, how important is it to me that my colleagues and coworkers and my company I work at supports that identity? And then if you, it's no real right or wrong answer, but it's important to think through, right? Like, are you okay if someone, like if you don't want to be out at work or you don't want to disclose that information, are you okay not having your significant other's picture up, right? Like 
thinking through those types of things. And I would really recommend talking to a career coach to kind of get through those types of areas. Um, but starting with a simple yes and no list, pros and cons list is really great. Um, now, if you start running into issues where there's very upfront homophobia, transphobia, misogyny, um, your first initial step should be going to human resources. That's your first initial step to file complaints. You have to file complaints. There needs to be a paper trail. It's And it's not to say that after that first one that something's going to happen. HR might, make a, might have a chat with them, but at a minimum, you can at least go to them and say, hey, I want this documented, but I don't want that person to be punished, right? I just want them to know this is going on. If you are ever fired and you feel like you've been wrongly fired, just know it is really hard to prove discrimination being wrongly fired, especially in the United States because of right to work states and all this type of stuff. But try to make a trail as much as possible and reach out to the American Civil Liberties Union or Out and Equal are going to be the two places you want to go for legal advice if it gets to that point. Um, but ideally, you will already have done the research before you even get into that company where you know they have an ERG. You know there are queer people who are already working there out. You know they have not had any issues like that. So that's why that pre-research is so important to make sure you're putting yourself in a space that's already going to be safe for you where you hopefully don't have to deal with those things. Absolutely. Yeah, because dealing with some of those can be especially tough and difficult and uh, but, you know, if you if you have the privilege to be able to speak out against it in a place you're at, go for it. You know, in your exit interview, go for it. Do it. Go for yes. it. <laughs> Do it. Just tell them. Break that shit open. Because it's not going to change if people are just being like, well, it's professional if I don't say anything. No, like you are biting into this like white male run type of like you're not a person, you're a robot and you shouldn't have feelings about work. That is a time of the past. And we're right, right now, it's I think it's younger generations fighting older generations' perceptions of individualism at work, you know? Uh, I wanted to make sure I gave you some time uh, to see, do you have anything that you want to plug? Totally. So definitely make sure to check out Awesomely Authentic, A-W-E-S-O-M-E-L-Y, a-U-T-H-E-N-T-I-C.com. Definitely, I would say, follow Awesomely Authentic on LinkedIn. And I'm also happy to connect with anyone on LinkedIn. You can find me under Matthew French and search Awesomely Authentic. Awesomely Authentic.